If you're a frequent share investor, at some point your friendly stockbroker may present you with an opportunity to invest in an initial public offering, or IPO. When you buy a stock in the secondary market, you're buying it from another investor. However, in an IPO, a company raises new capital by selling shares to investors. The cash you pay goes to the company. So far this year, as of mid-September, there have been over 1,100 initial public offerings. That's the most since 2007. These offerings have raised a total of 117 billion US dollars, which is up 78% from the same period last year. More than $47 billion of them have been in Asia. But before you buy into an IPO, what are the questions you should be asking? To tell us, I'm joined by Derek Mock from the Hong Kong Society of Financial Analysts and Chief Investment Officer at Convoy Asset Management. Good morning, Derek. Good morning. So when a company has an IPO, where does the money go to? Okay, well, uh, actually an IPO is, uh, is a process that occurs uh, when a formerly a private co- business decides to t- uh, take on outside investor by offering some of its shares on a stock exchange or over the counter. Uh, well, the, the shares can be uh, could be offered uh, by either by the by the founders uh, by selling some of their own shares or by issuing new shares to raise uh, money for expansion, or even a combination of both. So, when founders sell their shares, yes. should you sometimes be a little bit suspicious about that and say, "Well, why are they selling out of their own company?" Uh, yes, you, you you can think about that. Well. Uh, for the for for the process or, or for the objective uh, for as, as, as an exit strategy, the major show that would try to maximize its own return by mm-hmm. by offering the shares. But when uh, if it is an IPO, uh, just purely by the uh, or by the selling out the old shares, you can think about that. But if the company is offering some of the new shares, it will be the, a different things. It will use the the uh, the, uh, the proceeds to expand the future business of the company. So that's a more attractive prospect, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, all, all right. Well, into... if if you ask me from the perspective as as a fund manager, we try <laughs> to avoid uh, to involve in some of the company that it, it is purely by uh, offering the old shares uh, from the from the founders. So you, when you look as a, as a potential fund manager, the thing that you want to see yeah. is you want to see the proceeds from this fundraising go into building the business and making the company more profitable. Yeah, that's right. Because it, it will try to, the company will use the, the proceeds or the money to expand further. Mm-hmm. And the ROE could be higher when compared with your own money, just putting it into a bank, a bank deposit. So is one of the things that you should look at the profitability of the company itself? Because sometimes IPOs are in companies that don't have a track record of profitability. Yeah. So is that a consideration that you should take into account? Well, actually, uh, for an IPO, it is a very, to me, it is a very difficult thing. And when you are investing in a, a IPO, you can thinking about that. It, it, it should be something like a price discovery process. Mm-hmm. And well, actually, if for some of the already listed company, it's already hard enough to analyze the fundamental or the technicals of of an established co- uh, company. 
But for an IPO, it is it could be even trickier. For some of the IPOs, they don't have the the, the long established track record, mm. or even as you have been mentioned, that some of them is not profitable at all. Yeah, when you're investing in some of the companies uh, like Jam Stocks, they don't have the the the, the, um, the history of the of the profitable years. So it could be very it it, it could be very dif- uh, difficult. And one more thing you you can think about for an IPO. You are involving in a process with the uh, information asymmetry. When uh, on the one side, it is the, um, the founders or the business owner. They are selling out uh, of their shares, and and they are or they may be offering uh, the shares to to the to public, and they have the. Uh, on the on their side, they have the information or the mm. the, the business uh, on on that, and on the other side, as an investor, it is a new thing. And you you can think about when in the year of two thousand, it is the tech bubbles and some of the some of the new business model that you uh, for the investor they don't understand enough. So on 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 the other hand, you don't you don't have the benefit of uh or the full set of the information to analyze the company. So on that sense, it could be more. Uh, it would be safer for you to invest in some of the companies that have the track record and 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 the profitability. But of course, there could be some exemptions. Say, for example, um, the Facebook mm. or or the Amazon. Groupon, yeah, Amazon, and this kind of the company when they are listed, it is already some of the uh, brand name or that you know mm. about, or some of the business that you have already been, you can say, involved. Because well, Amazon wasn't profitable when it IPO'd, was yeah, it? But nevertheless, well, yeah. if you bought it at the IPO, yeah, but at you least, would have made a lot of money. Yeah, of course. But at, le- at least you, know, you understand uh, the business model of the company mm. rather than you just guessing on, on what the, the business owner or the, the, the management will be doing. And how do you value an IPO? Often you see the companies and the brokers who are the investment banks who are launching it, comparing it with other companies that are already listed in the sector. But is mm. that necessarily the right way to go and value um, a, a new company because you're not always comparing like with like are you? Yeah, I think compare with, uh, for some of the new company, using the benchmark with the existing company that, that has been already listed will be the, the usual way but sometimes I, I, don't, I don't fully agree with that um, for, a, a, for an IPO you, can, you, can, you have to find the intrinsic value of, of, the, uh, of the company that you are going to be invested I can give you an example uh, say Coca-Cola, when it is listed in uh, in the year of uh, ni- uh, ni- 1919, it is almost hundreds of years ago. ago. Uh, by that time, the share price offering is only 15 <laughs> yeah, dollars. And when uh, back to the year of 2014, if you using the uh, you, you, if you hold the shares by IPO and then uh, uh, up to the end of 2014. That amount will be equivalent to fifteen dollars, fifteen million, million dollar. Mm. So you have to to think about the intrinsic value and, and, and of 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 the company if you hold it by, by a long long time frame. And, and, and really, the, it's the future intrinsic value, That's isn't right. it? Because yeah. you know, right now it yeah. may be priced quite expensively, but That's nevertheless, right. this is a growth company That's that right. in ten years' time could be worth several multiples. You can you can think think about uh, locally. You 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 we have the ten cent here. Hmm. When when Tencent is listed in the in, in Hong Kong in the in the year in the year of, uh, after uh, two thousand and five something like that, it is a single dollar stock, <laughs> okay. And right now it is a more than three hundred. More than three hundred, yeah. Record high at the moment. Yeah. 
Yeah. And so actually, it is a very difficult when you're investing in IPO. You have to think about a, lo- a longer term and invest in a long haul. And you don't be uh, uh, shaken out by a, a short uh, uh, drawback or a short... A, 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 sometimes there will be some volatility in the, in the share price, but if you're investing in a, a longer term, it will be have a And we should also point prospect. out that sometimes it can work the other way as well. We yeah, see that's IPOs right. That's be right. like Snap, for example, the yeah. parents of Snapchat. That didn't work out so well, did it? True, true. Uh, yeah, for... for for every year, there are hundreds uh, or at least tens of stocks to be listed, uh, no matter in Hong Kong or in, in, in worldwide. Derek, thank you very much. Thank you so much. That was Derek Mock from the Hong Kong Society of Financial Analysts. Thank you very much for listening to Money Talk Extra this weekend. I hope you've enjoyed the programme. Next week, we're going to take a look at housing in Hong Kong. I'll get some advice on how to choose a mortgage Jimmy Lamb will explore how Moving House has impacted the financial situation of one of our Money Talk Extra listeners. And finally, in our investment segment, we'll look at crowdfunding. So please do join Jimmy and me next Saturday at the same time. In the meantime, this is Peter Lewis, hoping you have a great weekend.